Do you believe in evil? As an idea. Do you believe in the power of darkness? As a superstition. Now there you are wrong. The power of darkness is more than just a superstition. It is a living force which can be tapped at any given moment of the night.
So hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Doom and Gloom podcast uh, with myself, Wayne, and uh, himself, Sam. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're delighted that, uh, to have had, I think it was 136 downloads of episode 1. What do you reckon about that, Sam? Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely amazing. We were saying earlier that we'd have been happy with like 30, so massive thanks to everyone who checked it out and uh for checking it out again yeah um and hopefully you're all back for episode two um if uh, we get um 10 downloads in episode two we'll know that episode one was shite <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to do much better um but uh the most important thing is this is getting the word out and all of the awesome bands who have agreed kindly let us uh play their stuff in the show uh one of which is on coffin you've just heard opening episode two with their track night of the witch child um, now there's a Durham band, they're going to be bringing a new album to us in 2013 from Memento Mori, an underground movement. It's going to be called Ritual Death and Funeral Rites. So get on over to our Facebook page, Doom and Gloom, that's Doom N apostrophe Gloom, <laughs> um, and uh, check out all the information on the music we'll be playing uh, tonight will be on there for you to peruse. So yeah, on Coffin Sam, bit of death doom for you. What were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's exactly the sort of doom that I like best, really. Uh, as I touched on last week, the kind of more traditional heavy metal-based doom can turn me off a little bit. That's really filthy, like thick guitars. The vocals are just awesome. Yeah, just I really, really like it. Something that you can just throw on some headphones, go for a big angry walk and uh, you know death stare everyone that you see yeah i love it and i love the uh, kind of horror element to it as well it always kind of uh, warms my heart um but uh singing drummer how somebody can perform an energetic vocal like that whilst drumming what the hell's that about sam i've absolutely no idea getting help from satan perhaps i think he must be fueled <laughs> by satan it's the only possible answer and a good answer too. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to be moving on to our next track, and I'm going to hand over to Sam. This is one from the Gloom Camp. Definitely, very, very Gloom. One of my all-time favourite bands. I was saying to Wayne uh, just today. I listen to this band pretty much every single day. Uh, this particular track, "Descended Lamentations," the band Ashbora. Uh, it's from their Cold of Ages album on Profound Law, available now. I hope you enjoy it.
Okay, so that was the absolutely amazing Ash Borer with Descended Lamentations. So, obviously, quite a long one there, but every single second, not just in the song, but on the whole album, uh, which is Cold of Ages, for anyone who wants to check it out. Baz, with all the others, it'll be up on, uh, on the Facebook page. But yeah, every single second of the album, and it clocks in at around an hour and ten minutes, is just absolutely golden there is not a redundant second on there and what i really love about them is that they combine this kind of new kind of transcendental cascadian uh black metal coming out of the u.s uh obviously typified by your kind of liturgy walls in the throne room twilight bands like that and but also remain kind of true and tie it into the true norwegian you know scandinavian scene so you've got your kind of elements of burzum even some dark throne in there um what did you think wayne yeah i really did enjoy them um they're quite different to men and toll who we played last week who are i suppose a much more traditional black metal sound with the the high treble guitar um and a lot of blast beats and and all of that um whereas the the guitar there there was quite a bit of treble going on but it, it seemed to be almost contrasted by some uh deeper tones in the guitar but yeah, and the tempo changes is something that wouldn't be typical of black metal, I would imagine, as well. But it, it kind of got us talking, I suppose, whilst the, the track was spinning about a recent article in this month's Terrorizer, I think, or last month's. Um, just about uh, what is black metal, what's not black metal, and this whole kind of debate um, over the future of black metal. Or Yeah, I mean, obviously, there will be those uh, perhaps listening, but certainly within the black metal scene as a whole, who would have heard the term Cascadian black metal or transcendental, and it immediately falls into that. You know, the, this whole argument that either bands like Liturgy, who are coming out with the burst beat and saying that black metal is actually a positive uh, experience and is really incredibly philosophical obviously there was a a variety of articles online which you can check out uh, which were penned by a lot of the bands involved and the reaction to those was so violent which on the one hand i really i'm i'm glad to see i love it when music especially extreme music provokes debate like that because i think that's what the purpose of it is that's that's what it's all about but like you, I'm so fucking sick of just hearing people go, oh no, no, that's not black metal because they're not wearing corpse paint. Oh, he's wearing a V-neck. <laughs> like, you're one of those people and, you know, you think that it's got to be really pure, cold, Norwegian, corpse paint spikes. Then you've got to realise that that wouldn't have happened because the death metal scene hated those guys and they thought yeah. that they were all idiots and that it was post-death metal, not black oh, metal. Yeah, and yeah. So I think people just need to accept it for what it is, which is just truly great music, which is exploring new realms, bringing in new ideas, both musically but also philosophically. I think that there's room for that in black metal, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, um, and I think that's something that we're probably all for here at Doom and Gloom. Again, just before we started recording this show, Sam and I were talking about how a lot of the music that we play doesn't fall neatly into a doom or gloom pile. It's, it's kind of a mixture, a merry mixture, might I add, of both. Um, and it's really hard these days to actually um, to pigeonhole anything. Uh, everything seems to be very much a blend of within extreme metal of different subgenres. And I'm all for that. I, I love death doom. I love blackened death. I love, you know, I love all of those different kind of uh, offshoots. Um, and I think it just brings new dynamic to the whole scene. Yeah, so... 
Anyway, uh, speaking of such, let's move on to our next track instead of us philosophizing some more. (laughs) (laughs) Lest we get a little bit too wanky for our own good. Um, But uh, this next one very much is a a blend of two different subgenres, that being Death and Doom. Um, It's an Australian band called uh, Backyard Mortuary. um, And this is Lure of the Occult from their 2012 self-titled release.
nasty bit of death there for you. Yeah, I mean, as we were saying while it was playing there, really reminds me of like early Cannibal Corpse, that kind of wave of just, like you said, real classic American death metal. Really, really enjoyed it. I was saying to Wayne, it immediately makes me want to go and pick up my bass and just learn how to play it, because you just know that it's going to be real technical, nasty stuff. Yeah, and the growling vocals is great as well. I just uh, really, really love that. I've been spinning that album for uh, since I got it, uh, and it's just awesome, the whole album. So it's out now on CD from the band themselves, self-released, but it's just been released on vinyl through Blood Harvest Records. So again, head on over to our Facebook page, Doom and Gloom. Um, all the details there for you. Uh, and please do, guys, please go out and support these bands because um, they're, they're being very decent uh, to let us play their music on the show and we'd just love to see a return for them. Alrighty, Sam, um, passing over to you, sir, for some uh, gloom. Okay, so coming off of that little bit of classic-type death metal, something a bit more contemporary, uh, some heavy hardcore fucking awesome band uh, from Hull Uh, in fact they dedicated a song to their hometown called Hull City Hate Crew really really bleak heavy heavy beatdowns good times Uh, band is Black Tongue song is called Falsifier from their Falsifier EP available uh, on their big cartel I believe um, but definitely available on Bandcamp for the measly sum of £3 So uh, dust off the moth shorts and uh, give it a listen, see what you think. I'm 
So, yeah, whilst a genre that can sometimes be a little oversaturated, shall we say, Black Tongue, really, really enjoying them. I've been spinning that EP, uh, Falls of Fire, for about two weeks now, just really looking forward to catching them at a show sometime soon. Uh, What did you think, Wayne? Yeah, I wouldn't um, necessarily call myself a hardcore fan, but I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that, really liked it. Um, It's got some elements of kind of thrash in there with the chug chug guitar going on and um a much less uh dare i say tinny sound than than most hardcore bands um but yeah i really enjoyed it what's interesting there is just uh the the whole band camp thing now this is something we've been talking about off mic if you like we, we've both become quite addicted to band camp since doing this show you can spend hours just floating around uh, you know using different tags um, and downloading all kinds of crazy stuff. And a lot of stuff out there which surprised me is, is available for, for Jack Squad. I usually try to throw a couple of quid in the direction of somebody, you know, regardless of whether they're giving away for nothing. I haven't always done that, especially with this show. I've been downloading a lot of stuff and I couldn't pay for it all. But it, uh, what, what do you think, Sam, just in terms of band camp and things like that, downloading? I always try and pay for music wherever possible like you were saying uh, the stuff that I've been getting off of Bandcamp even if it's just a quid I always try and throw something across just to show a bit of appreciation but certainly especially if you're a sort of smaller band I mean for example from my experience I was in a band sort of back in the day as it were and we just gave all of our stuff away for free but this was before Bandcamp was really around so we just had to burn countless CDs and you'd be photocopying and print sticking and (laughs) you know you'd end up losing a bunch of money which was fine you know I didn't mind I was happy that people were listening but you never really reached anyone that you weren't physically able to meet so being able to put it up on a site like Bandcamp is absolutely fantastic Uh, and there's a band coming up uh, a little bit later actually that I discovered and it turned out that he's giving the money that he's receiving for them for the album uh to a charity that he's involved with which is obviously fantastic you know earn some money for a good cause as well as you're getting a fucking awesome album out of it so that sort of thing is absolutely great yeah it's awesome um so moving on uh this is a band i did discover through Bandcamp. they're giving their demo away for free uh, simply entitled demo um this is De- decaying days uh, with their track dedication to decay
lovely bit of death doom there for you from the decaying Dez boys um and uh yeah that one's available for free for you to download over at uh bandcamp i really enjoyed it i thought that it showed a lot of promise from um you know obviously a relatively unknown band starting out with a demo could potentially have a really great future knocking out some quality death metal only thing that's a little bit of a bugbear with me across a lot of death metal actually and perhaps this is the inner cult black metal guy in me coming out who hates production but the kind of triggered drums really clean production sometimes and uh, i hate to say it and i apologize in advance but a bit more of an organic kind of sound you know a bit more warmth a little bit more uh, live feel yeah i mean it could do with a little bit more earthiness within the production i think a lot of that comes down to budget constraints um, I suppose as a demo, what the, the Decaying Days guys are hoping to do is get into a studio, um, find their sound, work with a good producer, um, uh, get on board of a label that has a, a certain direction uh, in mind, and uh, and and start developing their sound more. Uh, and if I would love to think there are labels listening to this, I know there's a couple um, that, that are kind of tuned into this show. Um, and wouldn't it be great if if bands were kind of meeting up with labels and getting connected to the right people uh, through? Maybe something like this, um, and uh, something was coming from it. That would be just wonderful. But you know, if that happens, <laughs> do let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Um, so onwards and upwards. What do you got next for us, Sam? Completely moving away from uh, any of the death metal influence whatsoever. This next uh, this next band is a bit of an oddball, really. Um, harping back to what we were saying earlier about a lot of the bands that we feature being quite unique, not really fitting into one specific genre. I don't think this next band even fits into any specific genres. Band is Sikadan or something like that. I apologise if I've butchered the pronunciation. From Australia. And from what I can gather from having emailed uh, the guy back and forth a couple of times, really, really nice guy, by the way. Couldn't have been more helpful um, and, and humble when I approached him to play the uh, play the song. Seems very, very connected to nature and wanted to make what's ostensibly a black metal record to reflect his love of nature and his kind of position within it, which is something that I feel like, very strongly about, um, you know, without wanting to sound too eco-warrior about the whole thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, definitely I think it's an important thing and I think it's something that really goes hand in hand with a lot of black metal if you look back to the early Norwegian days and, uh, again, you know, a lot of the US black metal uh, very connected to nature. The band, Sikadan, uh, the album Mother... And this is the second track of three entitled Dusk.
Okay, so there we go. Um, don't really know what to say, to be honest. Absolutely blows me away, the the ambience and the atmosphere in that song. Yeah, literally, I, I don't know what to say about it. You know, the, the, the animal sounds and everything in there just doesn't come across pretentious at all. Just seems really natural, no pun intended, uh, for it to be there. Uh, what did you make of it, Wayne? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's um, For that to be defined um as i understand it by the artists themselves as black metal just shows how far and wide this this particular genre has spread its wings um and that's a beautiful track it's probably the most gentle track that we've played i'd say you know compared to some of the death stuff we're putting yeah real ambience about it uh real kind of um you know nice guitar work the vocals were, were doing all kinds of different things. At one stage, it was almost like heading towards bands like Cough, that rasping kind of almost growl. And other times you had like, um, I know I was expecting at one stage uh, a small a small uh, platoon of Gregorian monks to appear and, and join in at one stage. Yeah, it's just exceptionally good stuff, yeah. Uh, that is available on, uh, on Bandcamp. Uh Artist Sikadan, uh, Track Dusk, the uh, three-song three EP, Mother. Definitely, definitely go check that out. Alrighty, so um, we're gonna, probably going to play uh, two tracks for you now. The first is Sedulous, um, and uh, with their song Last Days. And the second, um, Heavy Temple, with uh, their 2012 demo track on Holy Communion. <laughs> Last days Call 
nice bit of doom there for you. Uh, that was Sedulous for the first track um, from their the Beta EP. Self-released on Bandcamp and also on CD. So get over to the Doom and Gloom Facebook page um, and check out the details. That track is available, or that's sorry, that EP is available to download for free at Bandcamp. Um, as is uh, on Holy Communion, which is the demo track um, by Heavy Temple, a new band in the scene. Uh, and I'm really, really loving that track. It's got a nice bluesy feel to it. Uh, check that out again. Head over, over to the Doom and Gloom Facebook page, and we'll have all the details there for you. Really, really, really beautiful band next. Um, Downfall of Gaia, German black metal band. Again, very uh, nature-inspired. Kind of got a bit of a US black metal feel to it, but I think distinctly... Uh, European at the same time and um, just want to say a quick thanks to them for being so gracious as to let us play the music and for just being such nice guys as with all of the bands that we featured both uh, on this episode and uh, in episodes past and to come. So this particular song is from their Suffocating in the Swarm of Cranes album. Uh, It's fairly freely available. Um, I picked it up in the local record store here in Cardiff. Uh, the song Drowning by Wingbeats uh, and it's available on Metal Blade Records so uh, enjoy and thanks again for featuring and enjoying more of our doom and gloom (laughs) 